Welcome to the Good Life EDU podcast presented by the Nebraska ESU Coordinating Council. I'm your host, Andrew Easton. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the latest in digital learning across Nebraska and around the country. All right, I'd like to welcome everybody back for another episode of the Good Life EDU podcast. And we're going to be talking about fine arts education today. We're going to be talking about a great collaboration, a grant opportunity uh, that if you're a school leader, you could certainly uh, talk with the folks in your district. Um, or if you're an advocate for the fine arts in your district, finding a way to apply for this I don't want to say a once in a lifetime, but like a very unique experience here that is available in a collaboration between the Department of Education and Nebraska's Arts Council. And so representative of each of those on the pod. So we have Cody Tallarico, who is a fine arts education specialist joining us today, along with Ann Alston, who is with the Nebraska Arts Council. Uh, and so we're going to give a little space to each of them to get an introduction uh, to talk more about this opportunity and so really grateful that we're going to have a little space to dive into that. So Cody and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Andrew. Thank Thanks you. Yeah. And we'll start with Cody. Uh, Cody, give us a little bit more about your backstory in education uh, and passion for the fine arts. My background is I was a, a K-6 local music teacher with the Bellevue Public Schools. I taught in four different buildings over my 23 years with Bellevue Schools. And then about a year ago, saw this opportunity to take a leadership role in fine arts, and so stepped into the role here at Nebraska Department of Education, really as just a way to be able to support fine arts teachers across the state and really let our kids in Nebraska know that the arts are for them and find ways that they can have the arts involved in their life. And Cody, I'm going to ask you right from the top for people who may not be familiar with the wording and the language and what all this encompasses, fine arts pertains to what type of classes, right? Like what type of courses would someone take that would fall under fine arts? Uh, fine arts is a whole variety of different courses split into five different subject areas, media arts, visual arts, dance, music, and theater. And so it could range from anything from your fifth grade music class to your um, high school orchestra class to a ceramics class, digital design, multimedia um, perspectives, there are IB film, courses, hip-hop dance. There's all sorts of, of different courses that are available in the arts. And that's really exciting because as you share that list of things, those are things that students can, in addition to your core subjects, but students get really passionate about, right? And they show up for school because they're excited because they want to make that thing in pottery class or love dance or learning about theater for that exam, that matter. So Really grateful to learn a little bit more about that. And we talked to us a little bit about your support of the Arts Council and what that group does here in our state. Yeah, the Nebraska Arts Council is also a state agency, a small state agency. And we're the only agency that's based in Omaha rather than Lincoln. And I've worked at the Arts Council for many years. Um, my own background is more attuned to visual arts. I studied painting and art history way back in the day. And I've worked at the Bemis Center for Contemporary Arts. I was in the education department at Jocelyn Art Museum for a few years. And then I came to the Nebraska Arts Council. And over the years, I have managed different grant programs and other programs that we carry out, sometimes related to schools, other times programs that take place out in communities. We do a lot of work at the Arts Council with nonprofit organizations providing grants and resources for them, but we also work with schools. 
And so that's kind of the intersection here where we work with the Department of Education, schools, and the arts and arts education. Right. And before we started recording today, we had the conversation about that really the Nebraska Arts Council recognized the need that they were hoping to try to address with this particular opportunity. And so in the midst of all of the grant work that you do, can you give a little bit to the recognition of this need and the effort that came around its conceptualization? I think it's probably what I want yeah, to say. Yeah, you bet. So yeah, as I mentioned, we have a number of grant programs at the Arts Council, some of which are available directly to schools. For instance, we have uh, a very popular program called School Bus for the Arts. And schools can apply for grants that cover the costs of field trips to go to professional arts events. We have other grants that schools may apply for to hire teaching artists and to work alongside teachers in the schools, whether they're in the visual arts or actors, musicians, etc. And then we have other grants for special projects. But what we've found from time to time, many times, is that we get inquiries from school administrators or teachers who have some special material, art-related supply or material. It might be they need new stage curtains or they, they really need a new kiln for their ceramics program, whatever. And unfortunately, in our regular grant programs, those aren't eligible for funding. Well, in the past year, we had a special funding pool that was available and we decided it would be a great opportunity to partner with Department of Education, if they were willing and able and interested, to make this new grant available this year, one time only, for schools to apply for these special arts supplies. And it's a wide gamut that Cody, I'm sure, will talk about more. And so we approached Cody and others at, at the Department of Education saying, you think we could do something if the Arts Council provides funding? Would you be able to implement this? And they said, yes, we're excited about this partnership. We like working together. And now <laughs> Cody is, is doing the lion's share of the work to roll this program out. And we can't wait to see who applies and what happens with it. Well, and I'm excited for over the course of today's episode for us to give some details about that for folks in Nebraska who are interested in applying. And even if that's not you as an educator, let's say that you're listening in from elsewhere, uh, or that's not the role that you support learning and education in your district, uh, just to get a sense of what these types of collaborations look like and, and what it means to really try to partner with others in efforts to provide those resources on behalf of students and learning experiences. And so grateful for all of that. Uh, Cody, and what you just heard there is sort of an introduction to this collaboration. Where did this meet your, where did this come across your desk? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I always tell people that I truly have the best job because I get to work with arts educators as well as arts organizations and then the Arts Council. And I love being in the space that I am for all the connections that we can bring across the arts education community. And I think it was even before I started in my role that Anne and I were already doing a few things and talking back and forth. So back in October last year, we were at another meeting discussing another project. And I think it was, wasn't it like the last 10 minutes before we ran out the door era that you um, and Suzanne and Mike pitched the idea to us. So we're really excited to develop this grant program called Arts Now and be able to offer it as an opportunity for public school districts in the state for projects that are all for arts education. 
I'm excited to tell you a little bit about it. We're looking to open up the program here at the end of the month. That would be my ideal date to get it uh, all ready to go. But if, if it's not the end of the month, we'll have it ready for everybody the beginning of August. All right. And so as people are listening to this, this is going to post sometime in July. So that is likely to not be available just yet. Uh, but it's something you can certainly talk about. Sometimes there's a little more space at the end of July, early August before the rhythms of the school year pick up to make sure that people have a little bit of time and bandwidth to fill out a grant application like this. And just to be clear, too, while this could be for any number of things, I really like the examples that Anne provided with stage curtains, a kiln, things that are going to be maybe slightly higher priced items. And so can you kind of speak to the support uh, that the Nebraska Arts Council is providing and what that looks like in terms of a little bit of the range within which these grants will be awarded to different efforts and, and some of those details? So the Arts Now grant program is going to be for arts education uh, projects that can be a whole variety of different things that can be across multiple buildings that can be uh, across multiple age levels and then also it can be for a huge variety of supplies that are needed for arts education projects those range from um, art supplies to new scores or sheet music could be for updating or fixing equipment like instruments or stereos or stage lights or stage curtains or even the acquisition of new equipment like uh, orph instruments, a pottery wheel, or even a scrim. And one of the things that's really unique about the Arts Now grant is that the materials will be able to be used past the grant project. And so it can be something that can be added to um, the arts education program at the school district. And of course, there is a list of, of things that the grant can't be used for as well. And those will all be in the materials, but things like salaries and stipends or food or trinkets or attendance at conference and meetings. Unfortunately, the grant funds will not be available for those types of uses. Okay, so with my background in digital learning and my passion for that space, I have a question for you then, because I heard earlier we were talking a little bit about design, and I had an experience about maybe a year and a half, two years ago at Kaneko, where I was able to go and see what artists had created in a 3D, like a virtual VR space using a program like Google Tilt Brush, for example. And I would imagine that some of those types of experiences might be a financial challenge to be able to have the tech tools to be able to be artistic in a space like that. Is that an example of one that would be potentially something that folks could be interested in to the degree that they have the support or the need for that in their courses? Yes, one of our biggest growing areas of arts education is the media arts courses. And so if it's something that would really pull into a project that helps them achieve the Nebraska Fine Arts Standards and helps lead to artistic excellence, that absolutely could be. There is one stipulation, it's a federal stipulation that no single item can be over $5,000. And so I don't know how much a Google Tilt brush is. I haven't experienced that myself. And so, you know, that's one thing to keep in mind. Yeah. And, and as we're sharing here, we're just sort of spitballing some ideas uh, so that folks listening in can go, you know, that might be something that we, is there anything that you've seen for maybe that, I'll just say like post-secondary that makes you think, wow, it'd be really great if schools had access to these types of experiences because I could see it being beneficial to folks entering into fine arts as adults. You know, sometimes it's a matter of providing a higher quality of materials to students. Again, we, we're thinking that this is probably an opportunity for school districts to purchase 
special supplies, special arts materials that are just a little bit outside what they could normally purchase. But it might be something as simple as a higher grade of paints or watercolor paper, things like that, those supplies that are pretty expensive. Uh, something that's going to allow the students to expand a little further than they normally would be able to with, with this standard school grade materials. So it could go in a lot of directions depending on the, the discipline, whether it's theater or visual arts, media arts, etc. We are really looking forward to just seeing what kind of responses we get because we're not quite sure what different districts may apply for. And it will be available to districts all over the state. Cody, I think you've done a fabulous job of identifying how to make sure these grants are distributed equitably across the state and how the applicants will talk about how these materials will help them address uh, the fine arts standards, the educational learning standards in our state at a higher level too. Yeah, let's go there next then. I would love to know a little bit more about because these are going to be competitively reviewed. Uh, and I know too, we had discussed earlier that there's some kind of tiers with that. And so maybe getting into some of those specifics about what, as people submit, what they can anticipate the committee who's reviewing these to look for and, and what's possible. Absolutely. So I'll start, first of all, just talking a little bit about our goal to be able to spread the grants out around the state. Originally, Anne and Mike and Suzanne over the Arts Council have talked to me about using the congressional districts in our state, the three districts, to distribute the funds. However, we have school districts that span multiple congressional districts, but then it was, well, which district would they apply in? So in conversations with my supervisor, Dr. Marissa Pazant at the department, we landed on using the five NEMTSS regions. And so we'll use those as kind of a way to geographically distribute the grants across the state. And we really wanted for this grant to be accessible to school districts. So it is a paper grant. So those of you in the school districts who are familiar with the grant system at the NDE, here's the good news. You don't have to worry about logging into the grant portal and all of that. It'll be handled through email and through just a paper process. And we really wanted the grant to be able to be structured in funding tiers that were based on the number of students that they impacted. And so we have three funding tiers. Our first amount of grants is up to $9,999 for a grant that affects 999 or fewer students. Our second level of grants would be between $10,000 and $14,999. And that has an impact uh, to between 1,000 and 4,999 students. And then our highest level of grants for the Arts Now grant would be between $15,000 and $20,000 and would have an impact of 5,000 or more students. Okay, and I think it's important probably at this point to say, it's my understanding, right, that this is one application per district. So we got, got to make sure that it's not South does this thing and North does this thing because in each district, there's the opportunity for one project to be awarded grant funds, right? Right. One project. And with that in mind, so one grant application and the project can have multiple facets to it and be across multiple disciplines or subject areas and can also be, you know, at various levels or various buildings too. But we will ask the school districts to coordinate among different programs and different administrators. And then each grant application will have to 
have the, the signatory in the district. So we know that it's gone through all of the correct folks before it comes to us. Uh, and the scope of this grant is something too that we had a chance to discuss a little bit. Uh, very generous support of this effort. Yes, the Arts Council is being so generous with $180,000 that the entire grant program will be to support all the schools. So $180,000, gosh, it's such a great way to support arts education in our schools. But unfortunately, just like with anything, you know, funds are limited. And so it will be a competitively reviewed grant process and uh, a scored against a rubric and all of that will be available when the grant opens. So we encourage our applicants to go through and self-score so that they're looking at the criteria that the reviewers will use when they review the grants. And it's probably a good opportunity to share that for those listening in, all this information will be available through a site that is posted in the show notes. And so though it might not be there the second that you click that link, that will be the place to go back and look for it, whether it's late July or early August as uh, this application comes available. And then the timeline gets kind of kind of quick, right? So maybe speak to a little bit of that progression as it plays out. Yes. So just like Ann said, this was an opportunity that they had. And so because of that, it does have a pretty quick turnaround on our grant program. So we're opening it up here at the end of July, beginning of August, and districts will have until October 13th for their grant application. And part of that is you need to request a grant application because it'll come to you. So that way we can grab signatures and everything. So there is a little step in there to request the grant application so we can preload it for you. And then grants due by October 13th. And then we'll work as quickly as we can to make those grant award notifications. We're hoping to have those out to our districts by middle of December. And then as soon as you receive that grant notification, you can begin the grant project. You can start making acquisitions or purchases or fixing equipment, whatever needs to be done. And then we ask for the financial report because it is a reimbursement grant by February 15th of next year of 2024. But that doesn't mean the grant has to stop. So that's just kind of a what we've done so far. And then um, the narrative reports where we can really share the stories and share the impact that the Arts Now grant has had. We ask for those by May 1st of 2024 and, and hope that we're back here in the spring with some stories of what this has done for our kids. Well, and Cody, I hope that the two of you are back to share some of the success stories from that project as part of our podcast. Uh, And so I'm going to already kind of (laughs) pre-commit to hearing more (laughs) about all the great impact uh, collectively that these uh, resources, the difference has made for students. And uh, I'm going to give each of you maybe a little space here as we bring things to a close to bring this to maybe a bit of a personal level. And just to share, one of my best friends is a theater teacher here in Nebraska. I'm excited that he actually is leading a theater camp next week that my son will be going to. And my son is elated to be able to go and to, uh, at the age of nine, get exposed to some of that. And I hope that to the degree that he's interested, that he has great resources, materials, uh, and opportunities. And so thank you both um, as a parent, I'll say, (laughs) for your support of these efforts, because not only my children, but my friends are yeah very much invested in this. And so Cody, I'll, I'll ask you from... The educator lens, yeah, what is your hope for this particular grant? And I'm sure that speaks to what you show up to do each and every day uh, in your role, but um, specifically with this opportunity. 
Well, my hope is just to be able to continue to support arts education and arts learning across the state and our arts educators. So we've got amazing arts educators all throughout the state and in all of the arts subject areas. And just a, a way that to really support them and in turn support our kids. You know, arts education, it's not always about training the next actors and professional musicians or professional artists so much as it is. I mean, if folks grow up to be professional artists and actors, we love that too. But to me, arts education is really about a different way of learning and a different way of thinking and a different way of knowing things that is not necessarily better or worse than other content areas, but just different and, and being able to expand how folks interact with the things that are around them. And so my hope really is just that everyone in Nebraska knows that the arts are for them. Love that. The richness, right? The fullness of life that comes from being able to appreciate it for its art and its beauty and those things. And uh, Anne, I would ask you the same question, but from your lens, yeah, what do you feel like you or and or the Arts Council really hope to see uh, play out through this grant? You know, this this was a really unique opportunity. I hope to see our partnership with the Department of Education strengthened. Cody and I love working together. I think I can speak for you, Cody. It's gone yep. pretty well so far. I love the idea that we can probably reach more districts than we have in the past through this special grant this year that might bring something unique to the districts that are awarded grants. And if we're talking about personal experience, I can tell you, I have, one of my daughters is very bright, but she was not motivated by school. And I honestly believe the only reason she graduated was because during her senior year of high school, there was a theater class that she did not want to miss. And she went every day just for that theater class. She got through the rest of it too. I know how the engagement in the arts affects students and affects people for the rest of their lives. And anything we can do to enhance that and support that, I'm behind it. So we'll see how this goes. And I hope we do get to come back and tell you some great stories about what we learned from this and what happened through this grant program. So thank you. Uh, well, thank you. And thank you both for the time, effort, energy, advocacy, right? It takes a lot to kind of bring all of these pieces together to make something like this a, a real possibility and so special to have this unique opportunity and grateful that we get to share it out through this platform and hope to, as you said, double back and hear more about it uh, later. But the first thing for everyone is to make sure that you tell the folks in your district, uh, if you live in Nebraska, that they should look for this opportunity to become available in early August. Uh, and you can access that through the link that's in the show notes again. So Cody, and thank you so much for your time. And hopefully we get a chance to hear from you soon. And good luck with the grant application and uh, have fun reviewing all of those as well. I'm sure that that'll be really cool to see what comes across. Yes. And I should mention too, Andrew, that we will both be at Admin Days at NDE Day on Wednesday. So come and see us. We'll be talking about the grant. 